Is your environment stopping you from discovering your career passion? That's what we're talking about on today's show. So keep listening. Welcome to the Gen X Career Show, the only podcast designed specifically for the Gen X professional who wants to start a new chapter, finally finding passion and fulfillment in the work that they do every day. I'm your host, Kay Kirkman. Now let's get started. To the Gen X Career Show. My name is Kay Kirkman, and yes, I'm back again for another episode. And today we are talking about environment and how you can really use your environment or really how important your environment is to your career success. And I, and I think that we can't underestimate the importance of really choosing our environment. You might be listening to me and say, well, okay, how do I choose my environment? I mean, a lot of my environment is predetermined. Well, we're going to talk about that today, how you can create the conditions that you want to see externally within. And then as you act from a place of your internal environment being a certain way, you can actually impact your external environment. And of course, I always like to tell you where the inspiration for my episodes come from. And today I was really inspired by this past weekend. I attended a business retreat in Phoenix, Arizona. Actually, it was in Tempe, Arizona, and it was such a phenomenal time. But one of the things that it really made me think about is this whole idea of environment and the impact that your environment has on every phase of your life, but also on your career. I think that a lot of times work is just something that we do. And for many of us, we do it for the paycheck, we do it for the money, we do it for the things that it affords us. And a lot of times we don't think about how the environment in the workplace and also the internal environment that you bring into the workplace impacts everything that you do. And a lot of times, in order to improve your circumstances, you do need to get into new environments. And if you can't change your work environment, at least right now, sometimes you need to just create environments that inspire you, that motivate you. And so this retreat was perfect because I got to engage with a bunch of other business women, coaches. People are on the same path as I am in terms of their business. And it was in a beautiful location. You know, every morning I would get up and I would go for a walk or I would go to the gym. And it was just so peaceful in the mornings. I would catch the sunrise and I would just have time to think and reflect in an environment that was different from my home. You know, with the past couple of years in the pandemic, I think a lot of people have been used to being in the house. And for some people, they're finding that, hey, I like it. I like being in the house. I like being by myself. And some employers have even switched employees that had been going into the office every day to actually being remote workers. And and sometimes when you're working by yourself, I know because I work from home, you can tend to get into a bit of a rut. 
And so getting out into new environments, beautiful environments is so key. And again, this weekend really, really drove that home for me. And so I thought I would talk about this idea of environments, how important it is to have a work environment that is conducive to you being able to dream and imagine, especially if you're listening to this show, chances are that you are looking for more fulfillment in your work every day and you're looking for your career passion. You're looking for something that lights you up, something that you look forward to doing every day. And sometimes it's hard to think about going after something like that when your current circumstances are not a reflection of what you want. And the first thing I'll say about that is be very cautious about using your current circumstances to determine your future results. I'm going to repeat that. Don't get so caught up in using your current circumstances to predict your future results. And I know that might sound kind of crazy because you might be saying, well, okay, what else am I going to use? Well, think about it. How crazy is it to look at what you've done in the past as an indication of what you can do in the future? It really, when you think about it, it doesn't make any sense because if you've never done it before, then there is no blueprint, right? You're creating a new blueprint. You know, so many times we look back on past failures, things that we've done in the past, things that didn't work out, and we use that as a basis on creating new results, creating a new situation that we want, when in reality, what we have to do is imagine into the new reality and not look so much back on the past to determine. Now, do we learn from our mistakes? Of course. But we don't want to use our mistakes in our past to determine whether or not we can do something new in the future. So when you get in new environments, these are the types of revelations and things that you are able to to see within yourself. And so when we talk about environments as it relates to your work environment, now this could be whether you are an entrepreneur you are someone who has your own business, you're a contractor, you're a consultant, or if you're an employee, there are really two types of environments that you want to think about. So, and I've hinted at this earlier, but there is your external environment, which as it indicates or as it suggests, everything around you in your environment. So when we think about your workplace That could be your desk. What does your desk look like? It could be just the corporate culture of your workplace. You know, that could be another part of your environment. It could also be the people, the people that you work with. So it could be your coworker, your managers, your supervisor, the teams that you work on. All of these things are going to impact your environment. And there are so many studies about how work environment actually impacts your results. So many studies on career happiness and how the level of career happiness that you have is based on the environment, the culture that you actually work in. And even with all the data and all of the research that proves this, 
you still have work environments that, that are very, very toxic. And if you work in a toxic work environment right now, it may be hard to start to imagine what your career passion might be. And it might be demotivating. It could even be discouraging when you go into work and your environment is just really not conducive to you dreaming and imagining what it is that you you want to do. So what is it that you do? Well, I'm going to tell you or at least suggest, give you some suggestions on some things that you can do. So of course, right now we're talking about your external environment. For you, you may not be able to change your external environment, but I'm going to give you some suggestions on some things you can do to try. And again, this might not work for you. These are just suggestions. But if you currently are in a toxic work environment, Is there a way that you can speak to your supervisor or is there somebody that you can speak to to make changes in your environment? Now, that could be actually physically, so doing something to improve or beautify the environment, you know, maybe adding flowers or pictures or something to make it more conducive to being an environment that fosters productivity because studies do show that the happier employers are at work, the more productive they are. So is there something that you could do on your end to ask or to see or initiate this kind of change in the environment in work? So think about ways that you might be able to either take that on or suggest or ask your supervisor how you can do that. Of course, if you're a coach or a consultant or you own your own business and you don't have to ask anybody, well, then, of course, you can take your own steps to make your work environment conducive to your productivity by decluttering or, again, adding pictures or photos to make your work environment more aesthetically pleasing one of the things about this weekend and the resort that I went to in in Tempe was that everywhere you look, there were water water structures. So there were water fountains, there were pools, there were waterfalls, there was there was water everywhere. And you know, water is just life. Water signifies life, it signifies abundance. And so anywhere that you could get, like, you know, any kind of a water structure or water fixture or something, even if you have a picture on your desk with the colors of the ocean, the blues and the greens and those types of colors, anything that works for you. But my point is to be intentional about creating an environment that fosters happiness and then in turn productivity for you. So that's the external. Either ask or create that external environment that you want to create. Think about the lighting. Think about, again, pictures or things that surround you that actually bring you joy and put you in that state of being more more happy, which again will make you more productive. You have these tech companies like Apple and Google who have all these amenities, you know, free lunch is bought in every day. And they have, you know, you have these these tech professionals who are 
uh, skateboarding around the office and there are gyms or workout facilities and there are yoga sessions and there are, and these are just some of the things that I've seen at Google and some of the tech companies. Apple, I think is also one. A lot of tech companies and startups have this kind of, have these kind of amenities, uh, golf or all of these different things. And so if you're fortunate enough to be in an environment like that, then that's great. But again, think about what you can do on your end to create the environment that you want to see if it doesn't exist. And think about how that's going to contribute to you being able to really find your career passion or at least find more fulfillment and passion where you are in your current role. So you always want to think about like, what are you doing to contribute to the environment? If you can't change the external environment in some of the ways that I suggested, then now you have to look at your internal environment. What are the books that you're reading? What are you consuming on a daily basis? Are you glued to the news 24-7? Are you on social media looking at all the arguments and the fights? What is it that you are creating in your own environment? Because whatever it is that you're creating in your own environment, your internal environment, is what you are then projecting onto your external environment. You know, another thing that I did over the weekend is on the plane, I had an opportunity to watch the Dear Evan Hansen movie. And if you haven't heard of Dear Evan Hansen and you have no idea of what I'm talking about, please Google Dear Evan Hansen. It was a blockbuster hit play and it was redone as a movie and I was able to watch it on the plane. And I just love, well, I love music. I love music and I love musical theater. I love musicals. I love Broadway. And I think it's because all growing up, I was always in choirs and I just love the harmonies. And I also just love the messages, the big grand finales and the songs and the big vocal productions and all of that. But in in the movie, Dear Evan Hansen, there was actually a song that was added that wasn't in the play. And without giving away the the whole scenario of of the movie and the play, it's all about high school kids that are struggling with fitting in, belonging, and just basically some of the things that you go through in high school, feeling that, you know, your problems and the things that you're going through are just yours alone and nobody really understands. And it was interesting because even though it was about high school students, definitely the topic is a universal topic because everyone in some way, shape, or form has something that that they want. And if you're listening to this show, one of the things that you want is to find a career, a job where you can be passionate about what you do every day and you get fulfillment and joy from it. And so there's a song in... The Again, it's in the movie, but it's not in the original play, and it's called A Little Closer. And as I was listening to the lyrics of the song, it just made me think about this idea of creating an environment within yourself for success, because the song is all about how 
this person has been wanting something for a really, really long time. And so if you've been thinking about changing careers or if you've been thinking about finding your career passion, that might be you. You've been thinking about it for a long time. And in the song, it talks about how there's one day when, you know, the person that's being written about in the song kind of wakes up. And on this day, they feel like they're just a little bit closer to the goal. They feel that little spark of optimism. And the song is not, what I love about the song is, you know, a lot of times we think that we're going to have this major revelation and all of a sudden we're going to discover what our career passion is and we're going to walk in that and we're going to be able to walk into that interview and get that job or we're going to be able to create that dream business or that dream life that we want. But the song talks about how this one day this person wakes up and they feel like they're finally just a little closer, like there was something uh, that sparked some hope and some positivity. And so one of the things that I seek to do with this show is be that spark. You know, my prayer is always that I'll say something or spark something in you that gives you that little spark of optimism so you can keep going forward, you can walk forward and not be discouraged. And so I think that when we talk about creating an internal environment for success, it's all about every day waking up and finding that optimism. So even if you're really frustrated at your job right now, you don't really see it working out. You know, maybe you see yourself working in this job for the rest of your working years and you don't really see how at your age or with your experience or fill in the not helpful (laughs) phrase, insert not helpful phrase here, whatever the limiting beliefs, that's what I was trying to say. Insert whatever limiting belief you have about why you can't find your career passion. I think that every day you have to intentionally create that internal environment where you are optimistic and you do feel like you're getting a little closer. And guess what? If you're listening to this podcast, you're getting a little bit closer. If you're waking up every day, you're getting a little bit closer. If you are focusing, in any way, shape, or form on figuring out how you can really do work that you enjoy, you are getting a little closer. So just getting a little closer every day and not trying to do everything in one day, not trying to change everything in one day, but every day just getting up and saying to yourself, I'm just getting a little bit closer. And today is the day, you know, and what if every day you woke up And today was the day that you were getting a little bit closer. So I think that your mental, your mental focus or what you focus on within your head is what's going to create the internal environment that you want. And that's so important, especially, especially if your external environment is not quite what you want it to be. If you're surrounded by people that are negative, if you go to work and it's a negative environment, it's not aesthetically pleasing and you don't really have an environment that inspires you, then it is even more important that you create that internal environment within yourself when the external environment is not quite what you want. 
So what books are you reading? What are you consuming? What are you listening to? How optimistic are you? All of these things are going to be crucial in you being able to discover your career passion, how you think about yourself and how well you're adapting to your environment if it's not positive. You always want to be the thermostat and not the thermometer. The thermometer just tells you what the temperature is, but the thermostat is actually what regulates the temperature. So you want to be the one that comes in and you're able to change the environment. You don't just want to come in and just be the thermometer and just say, oh, okay, this is the temperature of this environment. It's not good. I don't like it, <laughs> right? You don't want to just gauge what's there. You want to come in and be able to shift the environment. It's like, don't you know when you walk into a room or when somebody walks into a room, there are certain people that automatically, as soon as they walk into the room, you're like, okay, who's that? What's that person all about? They just have this aura or this energy about them that draws you in. It's because their internal environment is such that they create those circumstances that they want to see. And the way that you get there is doing that work on yourself to make sure the things you are consuming and reading, the people that you spend a lot of time around are all conducive to the environment that you actually want to see. So just some tips on things that you can do to change your internal environment if your internal environment is really not something that that you like right now. When I say internal environment, I just mean how you think the things that you say, how you think about yourself, how you think about your environment, all of those things are, are what I'm terming your internal environment. First of all, you want to be very aware of, of yourself. Like, how are you feeling at any moment? Are you giving off negative energy because you're feeling negative? And if so, what can you do to change that for yourself? Is there an affirmation that you can say? Is there something that you can do to get yourself out of that state so that that's not the environment that you're creating? So first you want to just be aware. Then you also want to be aware of what it is that you're actually consuming. So again, the books that you're reading, the things that you're listening to, the things that you're watching, all of those are impacting your internal environment, so what you're thinking, but then also how you're projecting yourself into your external environment. So you always want to be aware of how can I create the conditions that I want to see? How can I create conditions for success? And again, it all goes back to the internal, how you're thinking about yourself, how you're thinking about your environment. Are you being positive or are you bringing negativity? into whatever space that you walk into. And then of course, you know, we talked about the external. We talked about how you can beautify your external environment or at least make it more organized, make it more conducive to creativity, to productivity in whatever way works for you. Of course, everybody has something different that makes them smile that they can add to their environment, whether it be a picture or a quote. So just think about what would that be for you? What would that be for you if I were to say, beautify your environment or make your environment such that it makes you happy, it makes you more productive? What, what would that be for you? It's going to be different for every individual person. And then the last thing 
again, I just wanted to reiterate, you always want to be the thermostat and not the thermometer, meaning that you want to be able to have your internal environment such that you can walk into a room and actually shift the environment by what you bring to the table. So again, just think this week about your environment. Take a take a in, take inventory, take an assessment of your current environment. Take an assessment of your current environment and ask yourself, how is this contributing or detracting from me discovering my career passion? And if it's detracting, what are some ways that I can change that? That I can change the environment, either my internal environment or my external environment or both, so that I can start to see all of the goals and dreams and what I want manifested in my life so I can start to see that coming to fruition. So that is what I have for you today. Hopefully there was something in the episode that you got that you can take away and use this week. As always, let me know. I'd love to hear from you. You know, LinkedIn is my new spot. So if you're on LinkedIn, just look for Kay Kirkman or you can go to yourgenxcareer.com, which is my website. All of my social handles are there. I would love to connect with you. Love to see how you're enjoying the show and what types of things you'd like to see. And as always, I will see you on the next episode. Thanks for joining us this week on the Gen X Career Show. Make sure to visit our website, yourgenxcareer.com. And while you're there, grab your free dream job discovery list, a curated collection of over 20 job titles to spark your imagination, ignite your passion, and move you one step closer to work you truly enjoy.